Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, well, hello, everybody. Hey there. Welcome to... Welcome to Podcastville. Um, Population 2, me and you. No, in fact, Population 3, me, you, and guest. Those, that is the population of this ville. Uh, welcome to another, I don't know what I'm talking about. Welcome to another episode of the Dangerous Dinners podcast. It is a tour through rubbish and sometimes good takeaway. Uh, I am your host, as always, Tom Green. And um, you know what? I regret that weird start to the intro because strap yourself in, guys. This is the weirdest episode of the podcast I have ever done. Um, I, this episode is really going to break from tradition. It's really going to break from the normal structure that we have on this show. This show is structureless. It is a fluid um, because, one, I blame myself a bit for this because I just had my COVID vaccine when we recorded this and I was a little bit away with the fairies, I suppose. And two, 220 Kid, who is today's guest, was just on a mad vibe and then we supplied him with too much coffee. Oof. Um, so yeah, that's a little warning before we start the show. Don't blame me if things get a bit weird. I can't be held accountable. Anyway, no messing about because the England game's about to start versus Germany and I need to go to the pop, 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 footy, footy. Um, when this goes out, we'll know exactly what happens against Germany. Is it coming home? I doubt it. I hope it is. Anyway, let's get him on. 220 Kid, the guy behind Wellerman, the guy behind Drive Left, Drive Right, huh? Doing him in my time with Gracie. This guy is huge. He's on the show now. The Dangerous Dinners Podcast with your host, Tom Green. One celebrity guest, one spin of the roulette wheel, and a tour of the best and worst takeaways, which are delivering to us tonight. What will it land on? We let fate decide. Up for grabs today, we have the poorly reviewed Kansas Fried Chicken, everybody's favorite, Lahore Karahi, and if it all goes wrong, Pizza Palace. But before we do that, it's time to meet our celebrity guest. They're famous, they're funny, and they just arrived downstairs. It's time to bring them up. Please welcome... It's 220k! I'm just going to clap so it feels like there's more people here. Give yourself a lovely little clap. Not again. No. I thought the cream got rid of it. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) Uh, Better. It's cleared up. (laughs) How are you in life generally outside of the clap? (laughs) (laughs) Right, this is... uh, I'm good. I'm good. I've moved to a retirement village on the coast and I am furious to be back in London. 
you've come into the house today in a quite a relaxed but then also angry vibe yeah i'm like i'm trying to think what would that be like that's like a really big bumblebee bobbing along and you're like oh what a chiller and then just stings you it'll get you <laughs> i'm really glad that you've not had to come to london just for this podcast because i would feel but i would have so- thanks man yeah. I'd have felt a lot of pressure to perform, but it's good that you were here for a session and this is just an add-on. This is the cherry. Is it cherry? Cherry on the thing. Cherry cake. on the cake. Brilliant. <laughs> love, love to be I can tell. Cherry. I know that right now my manager's listening to this and she's like, oh, we're in for a roller coaster today. <laughs> um, I just want to, I really just want to <laughs> say at this point, everybody, I feel like this is going to be a weird, the weirdest one we've done. Just because, Will, you've got a weird vibe and <laughs> I have had my COVID vaccine and it has sent me west. Thank you. Good. I feel like, you know, when so- you pick up someone's energy, I'm, v- I'm very like sensitive to people's vibes and I feel like maybe you've just spiked me with your aura. Yeah, I feel a little bit like before you turned up, I had a nap on the sofa <laughs> and then was like, you've got an interview in an hour. Please uh, clean the house a bit. And I have done. It's very, very nice. It's like a, a show home. Is that a compliment? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Thanks, man. I'm glad you like the house. <laughs> when I moved, I just moved into a house. So they haven't, they didn't clean any. The house is dirty. I got my first bath. I've always wanted a bath. Getting a bath. I was sat in there. Oh, there's just rubble and dust in here. Oh. Why not rubble? Everywhere, rubbish. Annoying. Yeah, that's fine. It's nice. It's Where have you, you've moved out of London though, yeah. right? Yeah, to Ramsgate. Whoa. Whoa. See, before you came here, well, I was like, 220 Kid, he is the cutting edge of music right now. Thank and you. you've taken that cutting you've edge been, vibe. You've to- been missold, PPI. <laughs> <laughs> you've taken that vibe to Ramsgate. Yeah, it's good. Our first night there, I went to a tapas bar, uh, shout out Beats and Eats. And this woman talks to me, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I've just moved down today. And the people on the bar are like, oh, he's down from London. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck, I'm going to be out of here. And they go, we're down from London. And one of them's from Squeeze. The owner's from Squeeze, like Jules Holland's band. Cool. And his wife's the manager of Garbage. And I was like, cool. And they're like, yeah, Trevor Horn's moved here today as well. They're like... He's Trevor Horn. Really famous, like, songwriter, producer. Cool. He, he's written some big hits, which I've just actually forgotten really quickly. But Kiss from a Rose, stuff like that. He's massive. Right. One of Blur's down there. Oh. Me. 220 kids there. Yeah, there's this old couple from Italy moved in beneath me and... They were they were like very much hyacinth bouquet, and I was moving in just like shirt rolled up, covered <laughs> in fucking dust and shit and tattoos, and they're like, "You're living here." And I was like, "Yep, I've done well." Yeah, I've um, done well for myself. Was, yeah, or you've done badly. One <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of you working out. They'd driven from Italy to move into Ramsgate. Oh thought, God, it's a bit much, isn't it? Um, Will you are due to the fact that you're a model or have been a model, our best looking guest. How does that feel? Um, best, I mean, it shouldn't really come down to something so shallow and vacuous, but fuck yes. Yeah, man. You are our best looking guest. You are a model. That's so mean to everyone else has been on it. I know there's been some handsome people. There's, no, there's been some real hotties on here, but none of them were confirmed hotties you can like say there's you. there's been some real mingers. <laughs> yeah, there's some real mingers on this show. Um, <laughs> no, I think we've had, we've, we've had exclusively hotties, I'd say. But you're the hottest of the hotties. Spicy. By being a confirmed model. Infamously, I say this quite a lot, I've never been hit on in my life. Really? How does it feel to be a bloke that must regularly get hit on? I, I haven't. I don't know. No? I don't think so. You must do. You know what? I get hit on more since I've had number one record. And I'm not saying it's directly <laughs> correlated, but the DM size got a little bit spicier. Stuff it. Yeah. Can you shout out? I, who's, don't, know what I, can, I don't know what stories I can tell. Tell me them all. 
Who's in the DMs right now? I got one. This is a uh, no. This because if she listens, it'll upset her. So oh, I won't say just that one. say it. It's fine. I asked out someone when I was eighteen at uni. Oh, okay. Went to her door. Bunch of flowers from Tesco because nice. budget, student budgets will allow that. And she had all all the lads lived around her house, so they were all there. And they're like, ah, look at him. I asked her on a date. She's like, yeah, that'd be nice. Then she sacked off the date. I'm 32 now. I got a letter through the post like a month ago with some sweets from Australia. She's asked for my address, and she's like. I'm really sorry I didn't take you up on that date. I can see it now. Like your, your what's your ambition is so attractive. I just want to apologise about it. Fucking fourteen years. God. How do you feel about that? It took us so long. It's been a lot of wanking since then. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not in, since the letter arrived. I mean, no. Just that's, no. That's weird. <laughs> God, don't use the letter. It smells like her. <laughs> weird. God, weird. Did you hit her back? Oh yeah, I DM'd her and said thanks because we we just we started, we'd had a little brief chat about some stuff, but it, it was quite emotional actually because I just had also like a little bit before from an ex girlfriend she'd sent me a poster in the post and that had upset me. Oh. Just, I fucking hate the post. Like today, <laughs> that post man. No, today I got a text from a delivery service and it's like your parcels arriving between ten fifteen and eleven fifteen, and I had to leave at ten to come for this stuff and. Then I get a picture of your parcels delivered. It's just a picture of the hallway. There's no parcel in it. It's just someone in my hallway, not delivering anything. I don't know what I've been sent. I don't know what it is. Someone's let them into the block. God's sake. I don't want to leave the DMs thing. Okay, ah, uh, really? I don't want to leave it. Um, hmm. Any famos in there? I DM Banana Rama once. Why? Because I'd been a bit pissed and I thought I fancied one. I'm going to Google what Banana Rama looked like. The dark haired one. She was having. She she was in Hyde Park. And she was having a cigarette, and I was like, "Fucking hell, you're fit." Did she get back to you? She just said thanks. Not for saying. <laughs> not, not for saying that. I just said she'd done a good show because she'd been playing. Um, DMs, DMs, DMs. Yeah, but I'll just get in trouble. Tell me. Funny DMs though. Yeah, go on. Oh no, I can't tell that one. I got, uh, no. I one of them. I, I had me and this girl had this DM conversation for like a while, and then I had a girlfriend, and then we broke up. And, that, and then my dad's like, "Go do something for yourself that week." So I was like, "Cool." I'm coming to Colorado to see you. I don't know you. Get to Colorado. Don't really get on that well for a week. Oh. And she's really shy. I'm shy. Um, That's her a brother's a marijuana farmer. Sure. So I don't smoke weed, but I was like, fuck it. Family function. Gonna smoke spliff. Yeah. No. I thought her nephew was breastfeeding on the dog and I tried to get help. He's like, <laughs> like six year old. And I was like, quick, someone, he's breastfeeding on the dog. And they're like, Will, he's just hugging it. And I sat, <laughs> shouted it in front of the whole family. <laughs> And I couldn't talk for six hours and there was someone just dancing to Nicki Minaj in front of me at one point. And I was just so fucking confused. Uh, how much of that really happened and how much was this in your No, that's head? all real. God, that's crazy. That's a wild ride, man. Yeah. Done any of the old weed since or? Uh, once, no, then me and my friends smoked. Am uh, I allowed to talk about drugs? Yeah, why not? Hash. And I, for some reason, just made me feel weird. Thought I was a housewife in a windmill in Holland making sandwiches for the kids' packed lunch and we're listening to Kygo Piano Jam just on the beat and I was just making these sandwiches in this windmill. It's class. What it's the only time I've ever en- enjoyed weed. Um, well, I've written an introduction for you. Have we not even got to the intro? No, we're not really <laughs> going. We've not really going. We've not ordered any food or done the intro yet. God, this is going to be a slow ride tonight. I can't tell whether this is a side effect of the COVID vaccine that I've had or you're real. I, d- I said that today in the session. I was like, I don't think anything's real anymore. Yeah. I think my life's a joke by my ex-girlfriend. I feel like I'm, I've been locked in my room, Truman Show style. She's just paying people to mess with me. Yeah. This could be my way out. It could be. Help me if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
The introduction goes like this. Are you ready? <laughs> God, this is a weird one. Um, soon may the Weller Man come. This guy's the hottest DJ producer in the UK right now, blowing up in lockdown with Gracie on Don't Need Love. Swipe left, swipe right. Not only that, he jumped on the Nathan Evans Weller Man track and made sea shanties the hottest property of the 21st century. If he could do that, what can't he do? It's 220 kids. Find love. <laughs> <laughs> If you're out there, anybody, hello. Is it is it that hard for you right now, struggling? Uh, no, that's all right. <laughs> How's Raya for you? Brilliant. Raya was, you know what, Raya's quite funny. Um, Sorry, this is one of the podcasts, right, where normally if I'll do an introduction, the guests will interact with what I've said. You've, it's almost like I'm not here, and this is just a stream <laughs> of your consciousness, and you will dart any no, but feature I have in this podcast. Uh, what was the feature? I guess it was just the introduction. It wasn't. But really what, what am I meant to say to that? I want to hear about the Raya thing. Uh, no, but I thank you for the introduction. Thanks, man. I really appreciate the effort that went into that. But you're just telling me information I knew already. Yeah, true. That's it's true. not like it's just a, like, oh shit, did I do a song with Gracie? I didn't know that. You already knew it. <laughs> you were there. Raya. Okay, so, but my brain works. I've got like attention issues. So my brain will go like slide one, slide 20, slide three, slide five, slide 20, back there. Go, go around like that. So this is going to be a shambles. Mm. And I've had some coffee. So we're on rocking and rolling. Let's go. Raya. One date with someone who's like really famous over here. I had a, like a panic attack in the first three minutes. And Who was the person? Can't say. Can and you tell me? I'll beep it out. I promise I'll beep it out. No. I promise I'll no, beep it out. No, you won't. I will. Okay, She's cool. really lovely, but I had like a panic attack first three minutes because so I was just so scared and I knew I was like, I tried to run away, but I didn't. I managed to control it and she was really nice, but I was going to go, you know, that song is like run, dun, 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 dun. And I was so scared, but then it was fine. She was really nice. Wow. Um, she's proper famous as well. She's great. Wow. So hold on. So hold on. You were in the date with this very famous in in the reception of the bar not even in the bar right and i've had a meltdown so what happened talk me through it what does that mean i've just in my head i've gone get out abandon ship right but lucky she picked up the conversation so did you leave the bar did you try and get out well i just i was like there were sliding doors and i was like if i just run i'm probably gonna slam into them and it was just and it just came back around it's fine yeah did you get date two with her yeah we did we hung out a couple times but no it didn't work out Oh, and then God. but you I know which story you want you want my potential wife story yeah because she's gonna be listening to this now and I'm gonna be dropped in it and then we're not gonna get married we who is it? it who is it so it's someone not famous right but I went on a rare date her friend comes along and I was like bloody hell who are you didn't say that out loud yeah but she had a, we've had this discussion today she had a she was with someone and he's like why have you gone along someone's date and he got really upset but he like foresaw it and now we've been hanging out and she's great so this was the girl that you didn't even go on. This this is her, it's her oh, best mate. Confused, it's well. her best mate. So this is you went on a date with a girl from Raya. Yeah. But you actually fancied her mate. And now yeah, I've been seeing her mate. How did you get her mate's number? How did you hit her up? Instagram. Oh, you found her. Cool. Christ Almighty! This is a hard one to follow, guys. Strap yourself in. Um, well, we've got some features. It'll probably be over by the time this is aired. Yes. Uh, Two twenty kid. Welcome to the Dangerous Dinners podcast. Still in the intro. Um, the idea is we've got a roulette wheel next to me of the best. How on earth are we going to get through this tonight? How this was the worst one to do. Oh God! Turtles barking. Oh God! You're spitting your coffee out. <laughs> God, this is a shamble. Call my this agent. was like get was, my management on the phone. I don't know. I can't. I can't see the edit here currently. 
Um, just, just delete. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. We have so, so much to do. Do you want to spin the roulette wheel and find out what you're so having? So is this what dinner? happens? Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a giant roulette wheel next to me. You've got to spin it to work out what you're having for dinner. It's cheap and from Amazon, so hold the base. Spin the wheel. Burgers. <laughs> okay, burger man. me, they're delicious. Oh, let's get on the old burgers, shall we? You actually ordered me a burger? Yeah, man. Should we not just eat Ferrero Rocher? No, that's not the point of the pod. <laughs> but no, this is my podcast. There's, you've got three options. I'm going to be so bloated. I'm going to be farting by the end of this. That's all right, man. I fart a lot. We're friends. <laughs> I, th- I bought that then. I totally bought that. I looked off and I thought I bought that. Um, so you've got good. three burgers as your options. Halloumi burger. Halloumi. Um, beat the beat. It's been a long time since that letter. <laughs> and meat is murder. You're in a golf hat. Yeah, I am, man. Tell me about your golfing career. Oh, now this is the end of the podcast if you say things like that. I found a golf club near me. Three three courses, pitch and putt, speed golf it's called, right. and then the proper like nice course. Yeah. You never play golf? I have. I had a golf buggy as a kid. Okay, fair And I crashed it into a tree. Right. End of anecdote. Oh, well, I lived on a, in a monastery as a child, like a former monastery. And then there was like, my cousin had a golf buggy, which I crashed, but he didn't know about that. You lived in a monastery? Yeah, 12th, 11th century monastery. I, I just don't know what's real anymore. Right. So I grew up in a monastery. My dad managed a singer, which I won't mention, but then no, we, we get, all lived- we're getting to that, the Bee Gees. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. We managed one of the Bee Gees. And then we all lived together in a monastery, which uh, Henry VIII had been there, Van Berlin. It's pretty cool. Sick. They had the court for Joan of Arc there, so decided to burn her. Right. And I ate fucking loads of gummy bears there. So. Yeah, boy. Yes. In the history books. <laughs> um, we're really struggling to get the sort of the centerpieces of the podcast in place. So I'm just going to do some admin for everyone here. The burgers have been ordered. You've got a vegan one. I've got a normal one. Let's hope they don't mix those up. That would be bad for you. Bad for your bathroom. Well, okay. Right. Are you tired already? Yeah, man. I'm really oh, tired. This is quite emotionally exhausting. This is a lot. Oh, right. I'm just going to resort to reading what's in front of me. Right, shall we talk about how things got going for you? Born and bred in Oxfordshire. Countryside boy, but also near enough to London to still sort of be a bit vibey. Yeah, very vibey. First night out in London ever. Go to Ministry of Sound. Yeah. Somehow, I'm going to make it a bit dramatic. The, the crowd parts and there's a pasty van selling Cornish pasties. Stunning. Yeah. Get one. Panic. Scoop the filling out, throw the filling across the smoking area. I don't know what that, I don't know where, what went in wrong in that bit. Filling hits a girl in a really expensive dress. Girl comes over, stubs cigarette out of my arm. I get thrown out. First night in London, about twenty minutes. Oh God! Why did you throw the filling? I panicked. I was seventeen. I'd probably eaten a lot of sugar. I don't know. I was excited to be in the big city. Pasties excite me. Yeah, that all sounds. <laughs> Like that could happen. <laughs> that pasty filling could be hot as well. No, come on, it's cheap. Yeah, it's cold. Don't, don't make it sound like ABH or something. I'm just the media hunting for a headline there, aren't I? <laughs> That's all I want. I still got a scar somewhere from that cigarette, but it might be under a tattoo. Your dad managed the Bee Gees. Yeah, one of. Why only one of them? Because they all had personal managers. They all oh. lived in different countries. Right. So you came from quite a musical family. Uh, in a way. Uh, well he was he, my dad was in management he, like no one in my family has like can do music stuff 
yeah, sorry. Background, background, background. Yeah, grew up music, and we all lived together. Like it was cool. Uh, my my family's Irish Gypsy, so there was kind of a lot of like storytelling, which is where my music, like lyrics and stuff, come from. What I find crazy about you, and I said this when you turned up tonight, yeah, is that although you're in music now, you've actually done loads of random stuff. Mm-hmm. Biological sciences. What? Huge, huge. Uh, yeah. Well, I went to Kings in London and did geography for a term wasn't into it so christmas came and i was like i'm not going back by the way just to my parents quite spur of the moment stuff yeah so then went backpacking uh went to la for a month went to that was quite funny actually remember that me and my friend got a bus up to hollywood took like two hours this guy on the bus had a bullet hole in his shoulder which it healed a bit but he was like i'm gonna be a security he's from venezuela he's totally barking and he kept following us around so then we go to a bar to get help because this guy really won't leave us alone and then go in there i go to the toilet go upstairs People on a crucifix getting whipped S&M club. Really? Stunning. That's a lot to take in. A lot. As an 18-year-old virgin, a lot to take in. You were a virgin at that point? No, but I just had to dramatize. Oh, sorry. sorry, 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 sorry. I was going to delve into that. So if you open <laughs> that up, let's go. Let's get all into that. Oh, yeah. Then I went to like Thailand and Australia. How was Australia? I love Australia. Yeah, it's good. I, I had like no money, but I was really good at making a whip crack. And there was a bar, if you could do the loudest crack, you get a jug of beer every day. Amazing. So, every day, crack that whip, get that beer. (laughs) Crack that whip, boy. Um, Biological sciences, let's loop back. Oh, yeah, we're back there. (laughs) Let's loop all the way back. So, why that? Um, Oh, yeah, so then I wanted to go to Exeter because my mate told me Exeter was good. I hadn't been, but I was like, cool, what can I get on? What are my grades going to get me on? Biological sciences, got on there. I just remember, like, first lecture, massive lecture hall. And they're like, what's the biggest threat to the oceans currently? And I was like, I fucking got this first day. Yeah. Pirates. Because that's when pirates are big <laughs> in the media. Like Somali pirates or any pirates. Oh, Somali pirates, yeah. 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 No, pollution. Okay, oh. I'll stay quiet. Didn't really go to many lectures after that for the next three years. <laughs> what a foreshadowing though to what was to come in your career. Yeah, true. No, but I, that's why I started music because I was like, don't fuck up again. Another story. I'm just going to keep throwing them. Yeah. I did a 21,000 word dissertation. Failed by 1%. Oh, what? Luckily, I've been nice to someone, so he re- he rewrote it. Oh, fine. Yeah, cool. Yeah, sorry. Admit, whatever. <laughs> whatever, cool, whatever. Yeah. Rewrote it, fine, and got got your grade up. Yeah, because I'm dyslexic as well, so I just couldn't get the words out properly. Yeah. And 21,000 words is so many yeah, words. Yeah, and I'd made up my data. Sure. And I'd made it up. He goes, there's no correlation here. I'd made up data with no correlation on the recycling habits of students. You could have made the day to work for you, but chose to not. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's true. Okay, next question. Uh, <laughs> is this a good one or a bad one? I don't know. I don't know if this is a good or a bad one. Okay. I don't really know anymore. Where are we going? Okay, next question. You were in a band. I just remember the story from uni. Do you want it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah 100%. Okay. So, girl lives opposite me. Someone buys her a massive dildo as a joke. Like massive, and it's big vibrating dildo. Mm-hmm. Big, I'm holding my hands up. Her dad comes to pick up, ends a term. She's like, fuck, what do I do? Well, I've got this massive dildo, I can't she hide it. She kept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, she gave it to me. I took the package, and then I took it back to my parents' house, forgot about it in a bag. Like six years later, I go back, go in the room, and there's 20 quid on the bed. I'm like, that's weird. Why is there 20 quid on the bed? And my dad's like, um, your mum found that sex toy in your room and she, she's thrown it in the village bin but she she was a bit embarrassed so she's left you 20 quid because she thought it was mine wow <laughs> that's a lot isn't it yeah 20 quid though yeah 20 quid for an old dildo worth it. <laughs> totally fine 
this was in the monastery as well. No, no, no. That's when we moved. I was going to say that's sacrilege, right? <laughs> that back there. Yeah. God, I feel bad for your mum having to see that. Yeah, big one. Um, you were in a band. Yeah. What's crazy is that you've like I don't know how you've done it. Like you were in, you did biological sciences and then a masters, then travelled around everywhere. Then you were a model. Then you worked in Tesco. Then you were a carpenter. Yeah, the, car- the carpenter was the traveling job. The Dell Computers were like, we're doing a tour around Europe. We need to hire people. I said I was a carpenter. First day, like, where's your tools? I was like, don't know. What do you mean? Sure. Wasn't a carpenter. Wasn't trained. 25 countries in six months, though. It was pretty good. Amazing. Yeah. It was, Um, but they, they called me the gaffer snake because first day, you're like, meant to, like you, to get a cable out, you stretch it like that and tape it. I just taped it around all the curl- curls. <laughs> you didn't like it straight? No. Clever. Yeah, but... Uh, the gaffer snake. <laughs> so, you, hold on. So, you went around Europe working for Dell? Building conferences. Right. Okay, wow. Yeah, so they built... Like, I was just building computer stands and you go like Kiev, um, Lithuania, called that Lithuania. Yeah. Like Sweden, like loads of random places. And you, you go like, you fly in, set up the conference, go out, stay up, do the conference, take it down, go another country. Chaos. Absolutely. Sounds chaos. Yeah, it was. Can we talk about the band? Yeah, we can talk about the band. I keep trying to get back there, don't I? Omyo. Yeah. Or O-M-Y-O. Our music, your opinion. Yeah, boy. Is that an acronym it's called? I think so. Our music, your opinion. Or what was their opinion? Not going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> the opinion was got signed, though. So someone's opinion was... Yeah, that was a nightmare. Some money. How you told you that? Internet. How do people know everything? Yeah. Yeah, that was, we got signed to a label in Germany and then there was like in label politics and then they dropped us. So that wasn't great. And then someone else offered us a deal and then died the next day. You're joking. No. Him and my dad went out to celebrate. My dad came home from Germany where the deal was done. Phone call. Yeah, he's died. No more deal. (laughs) No more deal. Did you release any music? Loads of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What sort of band was it? It was like, it was like One Republic-y... Coldplay, like pop, we were good. Like the music was fucking good. It just wasn't maybe the right time. Like we did loads of st- we did loads of cool things. Um, won the best band in Poland award. That's a cool award. I entered without knowing what it was. It was in Polish, so got flown to P- Poland to sing on a festival. It's fucking fun. We're on national TV in Poland. They're like, we're really sorry, we don't know who you are. I'm like, same. Omio. Uh, came like runner up in the Caribbean Film Awards best music video. I, I don't know whether this is all. Real. No, this is all real because so because we got dropped. I was like to myself, I was like, either I just give up music, so it's quite new, and yeah. I was like, or just go and learn how to do everything. So everything promoting, directing videos, yeah, label stuff, like all of it. So I did. So that just involved sending so many emails for random shit. I was like, cool, if I win some awards, that just adds to the the story. Like go play gigs, like adds to the story. What was your role in the band? I was like producing it and writing it with my mate. He was singing. I had to sing on stage and I'm terrible at singing because I can't play instruments. I couldn't play instruments at the time. So we just sing duet together. It was quite funny. Um, but then I was, we were doing all the admin stuff together. It was just like a constant hustle. Like I came to London. Obviously I found myself working too much. Couldn't do the band. So I moved back to the countryside, which is where I would just be like writing and working, walking around the ring road, eating jelly beans. Yeah, you mentioned this. Yeah, just like do a lap, manifest stuff in my head. Like where do I want to be? What am I going to do? And it's like, it was always from like the day we decided, because we met in a bar on New Year's Eve. I was like, should we write a song? I was like, yeah, let's do that. And from that, I was like, in my head, I was like, you've had number one. I always just like saw it. I was just like, you are probably as big as I am now, but no one knew who the fuck I was. They don't really know who I am now. They know who the project is, but I was yeah. always like, you've done it. You're there. You're there. And it just deludes you all the way. Interesting. Mm. Should we try and get some structure? <laughs> Here's a jingle for something. <laughs> Food. 
Welcome to the food section of the podcast. Welcome. So you've been given the death sentence, Will. Why? Crimes we can't talk about involving a letter from an ex. <laughs> she wasn't it. We never got to go on the date. Never got to go. Um, so you've got one last meal. Yeah. A starter, a main, and a dessert. Yeah. What is your one final meal before death? Like, maybe like burrata. Okay. That's nice. Story. Went to my mate's wedding. Didn't realise I ate burrata. The burrata was still in the plastic and I ate loads of them. Oh, no. <laughs> Got the old plasticky cheese. Yeah, I was just eating them like baby bells. Um, I went to a really posh restaurant once and they brought over the, um, like a sushi restaurant. And Joe, when they bring the peas over. Yeah. The you just ate them, didn't you? I ate them oh, straight. And, no. and the guy was like, oh, I didn't know you were supposed to do that. And I was like, I've always wondered why they were so chewy. You're not supposed to eat the outside no, no, case. No, 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 no. I felt a fool. I felt a fool. But if I was there, I would have just eaten them with you to make you feel less bad. That's nice, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. that. Thank you. Um, so hold on, your starter's burrata. Burrata. With or without on plastic. Bruschetta. Okay. You can roll with that, can't we? Yeah, yeah, of course. Main course, motherfucker, is... I'm pitch- I have to picture it. It's a pizza, but then on one half of the pizza, the top... So you've got the cheese and everything, normal pizza. Yeah. On the top one half is a pad thai. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. On the other half is... Let me just work this one out. Some vegan chicken Kievs. Whoa. Because when at uni, I used to make it, I used to put four chicken Kievs on a pizza. It would just do you, wouldn't it? And that was your thing, good to go. Yeah. So maybe that could be the... Ah, uh, but then we're going to sprinkle some chips on top. Nice. On the pad thai section as well? Oh, yeah, it's like garnished. Everywhere. So pizza, so hold on, pizza with cheese and tomato. Yeah. One side is a pad thai. thai pad thai. With some spring rolls. With spring rolls on top and some chips. Yeah. And on the other side is vegan chicken nuggets. Kievs. And Kievs. Nug- we'll have nuggets as well. And um, chips. Roast potatoes. Oh, good. And a potato waffle. Yeah. <laughs> no one said that before. There's no, well, there's no budget, is there? No. That's fine, man. And maybe a little bit of barbecue sauce. Good order. Are we going to do pudding? And pudding. <laughs> it's a Neapolitan, if you will. One section is banoffee. Uh-huh. The other section is my mum Pavlova. Final section, sticky toffee pudding. Weirdly, a lot of people do say sticky toffee pudding. No, but this is in a Neapolitan. In a Neapolitan. Yeah. yeah, no one's ever said that. And there's some fish food on top. The Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Because you're going to go from a heart attack before the electric chair gets you. You and, Or if I die, I'm going to have so much food in me, I'm just going to fucking shit everywhere and I have to <laughs> clean it up. And that's my final words to them. Um, Favourite restaurant in the whole world to go to? I don't know why this has come to mind, but I really it's not a restaurant, it's Sainsbury's. Sure. <laughs> it's the ultimate restaurant, isn't it, really? It's got all the meals in there. No, because they've got. I just used to love, this is just something I used to do years ago, just get these corn sausage rolls, three of them and a tub of hummus and eat that. Corn sausage rolls, tub of hummus, yeah. But that's not a restaurant. I like Roca. Roca. Roca's lovely. Yeah. Sushi restaurant. I, I like the Hoxton as a whole. The, like the restaurants, yeah, and then the hotel rooms and stuff. Right. Yeah, it's just good. The Get whole the of the Hoxton. Yeah. Okay. So either either we're going to for dinner in Sainsbury's <laughs> or the whole of the Hoxton Hotel. <laughs> well, we could also stay over if need be. I woke up there the other day. Did you? Went to the football, woke up in a hotel. Yes. Legend, legend. Yes. Did you end up there with a girl? No. A little bit? No, 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 no. No? No. What are you having on a hangover? Oh, jacket potatoes are decent. Yes. The microwave jacket potatoes from McCain's, which they're like come frozen. They're fucking rank, but they're great. Yeah. Pad Thai from Roses with... Oh, great. Um, what are those things? Spring rolls. Yeah, man. 
He's bored already. He's on his phone. He's out. Now I'm checking where the food is three minutes away. <laughs> oh, there's so much to do. This, there, trust me, we've barely got going. <laughs> pack it or something in McCoy's family pack. Boom. And that's the food section. Done. Is there a lot to do? Well, it's kind of hard, man, because normally there's like sections to this, but I can't keep you on one section. Like in this next section I had, we were going to talk about you being a carpenter, but you've already done that. You've already spoke about that. Yeah, sorry. So it's all right. It's all right. Um, okay. You went to Singapore. Oh, yeah. To be a model. Yep. So trying to cut context. I was like, I had this feeling for ages. I was like, I really want to do music and I really want to do fashion. I'd done like, I'd been signed as a model when I was young and I got too scared. So I quit. And then um, I, one of my friends passed away and my godfather passed away in the same month. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go chase my dreams, whatever that is. Like, just try it. Let's see what happens. Because okay. all you're doing is conferences. And I was working in a cocktail bar as well, crushing ice. I was just crushing ice by hand for six hours because I was shit at cocktails. Jesus. So a lot of ice was crushed. Yeah. Along with my dreams. But <laughs> then um, I was like, cool. My mate lived in Singapore. I was like, I can't get signed over here. I'll go get fucking signed over there. And the agency was like, yeah, come out. And so went, and then my mate lived with someone who didn't know I was coming. So I had to leave their house. So I'm in Asia with no money, nowhere to live. And it was, I remember it was raining. I just cried outside. I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? Find a hostel. Then also find one of my best friends. Now he's one of my best friends now. And we like, should we just share a bed in a single bed in a hostel? Cheaper. So cheap. And we worked out how to get into the cupboards. So we'd make loads of peanut butter sandwiches for the day and then shut the cupboards again. <laughs> Clever. Yeah. And I got my first ever modeling job because I went through my bag and I caught my thumb on a razor, sliced the top of my thumb off. But obviously didn't, I couldn't go hostel or anything because I couldn't afford it. So just put toilet roll around it, went to a casting and they were like, oh, we found you really entertaining. Here's your job. So they were like, yeah, we like you. We like this guy. Yeah. He's got character. Yeah, he does. So they dressed me as a jester. I thought it was going to be wicked. There's this, sing- there's this catwalk in Singapore in front of 70,000 people and I'm like, sick. They're like, you're opening a show. It's such a big honor. I was like, fucking yes, the big time. Clown face paint. Oh no. I had a fucking magic wand with a pink, pink wimble on it. And I was walking and the soles of my shoes fell off. So I was walking like Jar Jar Binks going <laughs> clopping like this. And I was just like, what am I doing? And then I went, ho- then that ran out. So I came home and straight into my first job was carrying kegs off of lorries at a festival. Wow. It's just like, I was so like, did, I mean, what were you modeling? I want to go back to the, what was it you were modeling? Uh, model, male modeling is basically you just do, I did stuff for like Nike and other brands, but you just do like loads of magazines and like, oh, it's just exposure. Right. Yeah. I got to go to like Italy, New York, where was I? Paris. Um, funny, not funny story, funny story to me because I was older and I was fine. But in New York, this guy's like, like there's a shoot on a yacht. You have to go. And he's like, this is my yacht. He's some fucking old creep. And I was like, this is not your yacht. It says rent a yacht on the side for a start. Yeah. And then he's like, cool, we can do some photos in the engine room. I was like, fine, let's do that. Pair of tight white pants. He's like, you need to fluff yourself a bit bigger. I was like, fine. What? And I'm wearing a captain's hat. I've got a massive head. So it looks like a captain's skull cap because it's on the back. He's just old man taking photos of me. I was just fucking laughing. I was like, this is fucking stupid. You're a weirdo. An old bloke paid you. Didn't pay me. You did it for free. Yeah. Charity. Pro bono. Pro bono. Yeah. <laughs> and just Am I right? And just, yeah, yeah. And then I never saw the pictures. <laughs> but this, this was like, this, this happens a lot. In like Singapore, you go there and there's a guy and he's like, it's your first, you always get the first shoot there. And he's like, come over. And he tries to get you drunk. And he's, but he's giving you like half a bottle of Prosecco. And I'm like, come on, mate. Budgets and budgets need to open up a bit more if you're getting me drunk. Yeah. And then he has a project and he just draws a line on you with a chopstick, a black line, and you stand there naked and he takes photos of you. I found it fucking funny. My mate found it funny. 
probably not funny for other people. And then he cleans the, the, the black paint off you with olive oil. Right. Is this art? It's provocative. Gets the people going. <laughs> but madness. The modelling thing sounds quite intense. It's a bit weird. Yeah, in a bad way. Intense bad. Although I did just do a shoot actually in Dubai for, we'll call it G-Wagon, which is actually the name of it. Oh yeah, I saw this. This is on Instagram. Yeah, but I wrote off the car. No, you didn't. I got paint in it and all over it. And it's a one, the only one of that version in the world. And the paint dried everywhere and they couldn't get it off. And it was right off 150 grand. Yeah, I saw those photos of the G-Wagon stuff. You were on top of it. Yeah, they, and they were like flying the guy was a joker he was trying to fly a drone as close to my nose as possible and it was going 100 miles an hour going woof, straight past my nose that sounds a lot it was a um structure structure structure, structure. back on track uh, right so modeling happened <laughs> i feel so... like i'm not doing any justice because i did work really hard for everything modeling came very quick side note because i was like music what works with music and it was fashion so I would do like if I could get them with a brand and I could get them to promote my music or do a shoot and I ended up doing like campaigns and music videos and stuff with them so that was like the thinking behind a lot of it as well Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here. Thanks, guys. Um, right, okay, so... Uh, one of these is... Oh, no, they're I'm not... I'm going to know. They're not labelled. Oh, yeah, they are. Are they? Thank you very much. Oh, it smells vibrant. Um. Oh, it's it's just an onion ring. Is it? <laughs> oh, God, sorry. No, it's no, that's good. It's def... Oh, it's a mushroom and an onion ring. All in one. Yeah, but they've just dressed it up with a good name. It was nine quid. <laughs> Do you want some money? No. <laughs> when did you get signed by Polydor? I got, I got signed. When did I get signed? August 2019. Good story again. Mm. Met my manager, Sophia, because someone had told her about me, but she couldn't find me. So she didn't know who I was. She just heard bits and she wanted to work with me. I had a girlfriend at the time. Someone who worked for her lost his passport. So we then I had to take her and him to the Brazilian embassy while I'm at the embassy, I ring my mate like, what are you up to? I'm stuck outside. I'm fucking fuming. He's like, oh, I'm having a session just down the road. He's like, come through. Go to the session. Girl in there works with Sophia. Right. I pull a Mooney. She takes a video, puts it on Instagram. And Sophia's like, that's the guy. I've been trying to find him. Stunning. And then we meet for the first time. I'm desperate. I'm desperate for the toilet. I have to go home to the toilet. Yeah. So we just get through the meeting real quick. I'm like, cool, let's do this. Sophia sends the song to my now publisher who also sends it to Polydor. It's like Friday. They're like, come in. 
Tuesday, like, we're going to sign you. Bish bash bosh. Yeah, that's Bedlam. That is Bedlam, yeah. But I mean, that's pretty on tone for what I've got so far out of the podcast. Bloody hell, look at all this. Do you want to have a little bite of the old bergs? There's a lot of sauce. Go on, Will. I'm going to look you directly in the eye while you eat the burger. It's time for you to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Saucy. Yeah, man. That's really nice. Is it? I know. That's goat's cheese fritter. Right. I think. Fuck, that's delicious. That's got stomachache written all over it. So, your first song, after being signed, actually blew up. Don't you love yeah. Which never happened. No. But... But it's all coincidence, like you did it with Gracie. Yeah. So I'd had the most of that, the, the most of that song for the two years before. No one cared about it. No one wanted to sign it. Eventually, you just got some hype, and everyone tried to sign it, which is quite funny. Yeah. One label guy DM'd him back, being like, "Sorry, I'm not coming with you." Above it, two years before was the song. Wow. So then Gracie came on it, did her thing, made it brilliant. Polydor put it out. Nine month campaign to get to top ten. Yeah, it just it took forever to get even going. Yeah. So the um. First week of lockdown, it got playlisted on radio. No, Scott Mills made it track of the week, Radio 1. Right. And people were stuck in their house and had to listen. So it just went off. And then I made a Percy Pig video for Scott of me, like the um, American Beauty, with rains roses, it was raining Percy Pigs on me. And I did it in a, in a stairwell of a factory because there was nowhere to do it. And then Scott liked that and supported it. And he's been in support ever since. Cheers, Scott. Thanks a lot. National Scott Mills. I remember, right, I was sitting over on the sofa over there Nice sofa. Thanks, That man. is a nice sofa. It's like a campino, a strawberry and vanilla campino. Shout out, Loaf. You're getting paid too much. I work hard on a podcast. <laughs> work really hard. Um, there's good money in podcasting, isn't there? There's all right money. <laughs> there's all right money in the old podcasting. Exciting, actually, admin. We've got a new sponsor jumping on board the podcast. I can't reveal it Shout yet. Shout out, Huggies. It's not Huggies. <laughs> Who is it? I can't say. You can bleep it, though. Oh, yeah. It's that, that, that outside. Nice. They're now our new sponsors. B&Q. Not B&Q. <laughs> Not B&Q. Home base. Not home base. Okay. Better. So I was sat on that sofa over there lying down and I heard the sea shanty. Mm. And I loved that sea shanty so much. Which version? The original. Okay. First OG yep. TikTok sea shanty. Yep. I played it so much. Saw that four blokes in jeans vid. I thought this is the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. M hated it, didn't get it. Classic noob. Yeah, absolute noob. I loved it. Tell me the story about how you picked up Wellerman and made it the biggest hit of life. You mean the number one selling domestic record of the year? That's the one. Yeah. Um, I was in bed and um, I saw it. I was like, this, is, this sounds great. This would be a cool remix. It'd be a cool dark remix. Mm. Don't need love vibe, first idea. Next morning, wake up, see the lads in jeans, obsessed. Sat on the toilet, Chris Stark tweets the lyrics. I'm like, this should be track of the week. And he goes, imagine if someone remixed it straight in the DMs with chat. And I was like, look, if I do it, will you play it? He's like, yeah, yeah, play it. So then chat with Bill and Ted. I'm like, guys, you should do this. And my new single, the artist, which is coming out after this, hadn't sent his vocals. He was late. So we, me and Bill and Ted do a lot of work together. We were meant to finish the record that day. Mm-hmm. So we were in the studio and we're like, let's just try the sea shanty. Working on it. I post it. And then Mr. Jam at Capital's like, I want to play it as well. And then... He gets a version. And then on Monday, Radio 1 play it. Sick, they got played like six times in an hour or something stupid. And then it's just gone mad. And then the labels are trying to sign it and there's chaos everywhere. It's the biggest record in the country, but no one has it. And then, sorry. So did you sell it? No, no, no. Nathan got signed. So we, that was the plan. I messaged Nathan. I was like, 
and I was the only person who messaged him. I was like, do you mind if I remix your song? And he's like, you're the only person who's reached out to me and said that. He's like, cool, let's do that. So you got the official, you can do it. Yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. Because I've always believed like people help me get signed. I've got four people signed to my label now. I'm like, if someone helps you in, you hold the door open and you help other people in. And that was one person. I was like, cool, he's a postman. We were chatting. He's like, I've just finished my rounds. I was like, we can get you signed. This can be the best label that can make this record massive. Didn't know it would be like stupid. Eight, like, I think it's eight countries, number one. Yeah. That, yeah, that all went together. And it was just, um, it's kind of strange. So I think TikTok were looking to support a record as well. And just, and massive like shouts to Chris Stark, especially because he really was like in my corner helping. There's sometimes it was a bit stressful and he was like, have my back. And, I think there's a lot of songs coming through. We start from Radio 1 yeah. with Scott Mills. Yeah. So a lot of um, records come through TikTok, but we had the vessel. Like, I was already doing all right at radio and Chris was there and helped. And then Mr. Jam obviously played as well and he really helped. And it just gave it a vessel that the records had never had because I guess I was kind of, I, I think I was all right credibility with the records I'd done before. So they're like, cool, we're going to play it. Mm. And then whew, Bedlam. I now have a, my management have put me a 24 hour grace period where if I have an idea, I have to sit on it for 24 hours. Because... Because it was just, it, that was carnage. That changed, like, that, that's just, like, I had so many plans just change now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't happen. No. No, they will. No, they just got put back. So, that must have been the most exciting thing that's happened in your career, no? That just absolutely booting off. Because it was so big, so quick. Number one. There's only been four domestic number ones on Universal since 2015. Wow. One of them was Weller, man. Yeah. That's wild, isn't it? Out of that whole period, what was the craziest moment? Saying, shouting the Weller Man came on Radio 1. <laughs> <laughs> when we went number one. Um, I don't know. My friends around the world were like, this is your tune. It was just everywhere. Did, did you ever get in contact with the four blokes in jeans? Mm-hmm. Did you speak to them? All the time. Again, I checked with them. Like, everything was cool. And we were trying to sort of video them out. But they had, like, their own plans. And we had them. No, like because it's Nathan's project he had his video to do and stuff so I thought they handled it really well yeah they were brilliant they're legends I saw them at the Brits they're really nice guys it's pretty mad being number one in Germany for 10 weeks yeah that's alright yeah. yeah I've always because I've done loads of shows in Germany and done loads of work out there it's always been a dream so that's pretty cool are you minted now because of this nah no you don't see any money from music don't be stupid <laughs> <laughs> I've done half a billion streams I don't think I've had a penny from <laughs> No, you got a free dinner on me. That's mm. nine pound up. The um, the Ferrero Rocher cost me eight pound fifty. Oh, you're down. No, you're up fifty p. Fifty p. Pure profit, baby. Damn that music industry. That's about so- fifty p more than I made for modelling. <laughs> but you did. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> can we talk about the NFTs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the hell is? Th- Do you know anything about these? They're, what the non? F- what's it stand for? Non. No. Oh, you know what I came up with? No fucking thanks. Right. Okay. <laughs> And then you launch one. Yeah. It's banter, isn't it? Yeah, it's banter. But didn't sell any. You don't sell any? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I've not heard from anyone since. <laughs> Just crypto, baby. Move it or lose it. Mostly lose it. Up and down. Buy low, sell high. Yeah, ride, buy high, sell low. Yeah, it, it can happen. So you launched them, sold none. That's good. Have you played Wellerman Live? No. That must be an exciting thought when that happens. Hmm. Got a lot of onion in my mouth. Sorry, right you can just take time with answering that question. I feel like I'm going to get incited for a riot. When Wellerman goes... It's just going to go off, in it? Yeah. But I don't know, it might be by the time I get to play it, I think people might be sick of it. I don't think anyone can. I'm still not over it. And really? I was there day one. I was in a Simmons the other day and they played it and no one's seen that first. A Simmons? You know, like the bars. Oh. Yeah. But I've not played any of my songs live. I had no career before pandemic. Oh, yeah. Life's about to change for you. Oh, yeah, I've gone Ramsgate. 
you gone Ramsgate, you dating the girl. It'll get beeped. It'll get beeped. I will. I'm not even gonna tell you about my celebrity girlfriend of a year then. Oh, you got a celebrity girlfriend that you went out with a year for a whole year. Who is it? Tell me, I'll no, beep it. I'm no. gonna be you. You. No. It's all beeped. See, he doesn't get it. He's not allowed to know now. Oh, I feel bad now. Access denied. <laughs> Can I guess who it is? Yeah. How famous are they? Fine. <laughs> Proper famous. Nah, not that famous. Did she end it? Her and her new boyfriend did. Oh. <laughs> beat that. <laughs> you bitch. Beat, beat my broken heart. Oh, <laughs> Will, that's sad. Well, um, she bought me a new house with the songs, so. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah, sick. That's the tweet. That is the tweet, isn't it? That's the, sell that. I really want to know who it is. You won't tell me, even if mm. I beep it. No. Does Google know? No. No one knows. Guys, tweet us at the Dangerous <laughs> Dinners podcast. Who do you think it is? <laughs> Let's all guess. Well, I've got tummy ache. That brings it. us to the end of the Dangerous Dinners podcast. Is that the end? That's the end. Um, bec- I mean, it barely you really got- took the wind out of our sails trying to get some structure. I know. I feel like I had so much more to give. Have you got more to say? What do you want to know? I want to know who this girl is. I can't. Okay. Because she hates me. Oh, why she, did it? Did it? Was she the love of your life? No, but the new girl is. Yes, the girl from Raya, the Raya friend. Yeah, Ray. Ray, is it Ray? No, were you dating not. Ray? No, 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 no. Oh no. my God, you were dating Ray. No, 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 no. Guys, thank you so much. It's the Dangerous Dinners podcast. <laughs> oh, I got tummy ache. <laughs> it's two twenty, kid. Everybody. I've really enjoyed myself. Food, but hot guests. It's the Dangerous Dinners Podcast. Well, you can't say I didn't warn you. I did. Fair warning, I told you it was a weird episode. Um, the takeaway game didn't even feature in today's episode because I couldn't quite get it, shoehorn it in. Couldn't quite get it in. Um, anyway, I actually. I actually really enjoyed that episode. Strange, but fun. 220 Kid, the man of a thousand anecdotes. Very good. We'll be back same time next time. As always, if you can give us a rating and a review and subscribe, we really appreciate it. I'll see you same time next time, kids. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.